guys, what is up? We are back with episode two for In His Image. I'm genuinely so excited. I know I say this every time, but Jess and Zoe are the best. This conversation was so natural, so fun. Love these women. So glad to have them on the podcast. I don't want to hold y'all up from this just amazing convo with my two boos. So let's jump right into it. Jess and Zoe for the second episode of In His Image. So, like, a little rundown. If you haven't listened to the first episode, this whole series is about how God has made us uniquely in His image, individually and for a purpose. So, we're going to talk about that today. So, I met Jess and Zoe through Delight. That's a women's ministry at the school that we go to, um, which is super awesome. So, of course, I thought they were great people to have on here. Um, if you hear boo a lot, it is something that we will be using. <laughs> Jess is our boo queen. So at least five times during oh, the <laughs> At least. At least. I can't stop saying it. But, yeah. Y'all can introduce yourself. Say whatever you want the peeps to know, boo. Boo. Here we go. <laughs> All right. I'll go. Um, so, I'm Jess. I am a senior public health major at the University of South Carolina. I am from New York. I'm like an hour north of New York City. And I just finished applying to grad school. So that's exciting for speech pathology. So I should hear back soon. And um, my favorite food in the whole world is ice cream. Pepito ice cream. Vanilla girl, if you're a chocolate person, like, no. Sorry, (laughs) we can't be friends. (laughs) But yeah. Well, I'm Zoe. I'm a sophomore nursing student, but I transferred to USC last year, so mm-hmm. it's kind of my first year here. Um, I don't really have, I guess my favorite food would just be anything like breakfast food. I'm mm-hmm. a big breakfast girl. Cinnamon rolls. Yeah. Cinnamon rolls, yes. <laughs> I love cinnamon rolls. Yes. Now I feel like I need to say my favorite food. Yeah, what is Recently, it? Recently, anything pasta. I love mm-hmm. pasta. My mom sent me some home for the week, so I'm very excited about that. Anyways. Amazing. Um, so, uh, we can start with a general question and then go into more specifics wherever this leads us. But, like I said, we're talking about, you know, in his image, how God has made us in his image, specifically and uniquely. But, is there anything specific recently or something that you've always known about yourself that's just unique in how God made you, like, yourself? Like, what makes you dress? What makes you Zoe that you know is, like, a God-giving gift? Ooh, good question. <laughs> All right. Give me a second. Or if you, if you I know. know. You can I mean, on it. I got an answer. Oh, you go, girl. Go. Um, so I feel like I have always been a very, like, caring person. Mm-hmm. Like, I really love just taking care of other people and doing stuff to, like, show other people that I care. And which is why I've, like, ever since I started high school, like, knew without a shadow of a doubt that I wanted to be a nurse. Um, but then recently I've been kind of thinking, like, you know, I'm in school, I'm going to get my nursing degree, and then I'm going to have this career, and then I'm going to, like, you know, use that as my way of, like, showing God's love and advancing mm-hmm. the kingdom. But then I've been thinking more lately, like, if that's, like, the gift that God has given me, that's not something that I have to wait to step mm-hmm. into. That's something that I can step into now where I'm at. Even if I don't have, like, this huge platform as, like, a nurse, I can still mm-hmm. use that, like, caring gift that I have to, I don't know, reflect God in, like, day-to-day life. Yeah, you're 100% so. right. It's, I love that you said. I feel like every time that someone, like, we interview someone, I'm always like, yep, me too. Because same thing, I always feel like I've been equipped to just, like, talk to others. And I've always yeah. been super open and being willing to talk to anyone about anything. 
And I was like, yeah, maybe one day. Like, maybe mm-hmm. one day I can spread the gospel. But mm-hmm. you don't, like, need a stage to do that. And you don't need, yeah. like, some amazing thing to do that. And that's why I started this. I love that. That's so yeah. cool. And you're so right. I love that. Um, I, mine would probably be, probably be, I am like a heavy feeler. So like, I feel like really heavy about things. Like if I see something that like, I don't agree with or like something that just breaks my heart, like I feel it and I'll like feel it for the rest of the day. Mm -hmm. And like that gets me like really sad sometimes. But I also think that it also goes into like, kind of like a caring, but also just like a total approach of like just loving and accepting the person like for who they are and I think um I think that's something that God gave me was just the gift of acceptance and like to feel um to have that feeling of heaviness sometimes because mm-hmm. your heart breaks for things and just as God's heart breaks for the things that our heart, hearts are broken for and so I think um yeah, I think that's something that cuz sometimes I get really sad and like I'm like, "Oh, I wish I didn't feel this way," but also I think God has used that in a way to help me um love others and mm-hmm. accept others, I yeah. guess. <laughs> and it drives you too. Yeah, cuz like that's actually a really good trait to have cuz not to say that I'm like the opposite, but I feel like I should be more hurt about certain things than I am. Like I mm-hmm. watch the news and I feel like mm-hmm. I should just be like completely heartbroken over stuff, but then I find myself being like I don't know, not as heartbroken yeah. as you want to be. So then, I mean, I don't feel guilty about it, but I, like, every day will pray over myself, like, break my heart for what works your Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's, like, such a good thing to have. Yeah. I've had to do the same thing, especially this past year. Like, obviously, over the summer and COVID, there's been a lot of things going on that, like, genuinely break my heart and break everyone's hearts. Yeah. But I, genuinely, I think that, especially our generation, we have been overstimulated, like, our entire lives. Oh, for with sure. With the constant information, technology, and so I think that makes us kind of numb to a lot of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until probably mm, this past summer to when I started being, like, a really emotional person. And it's mm. funny because people that I've met this year, they're like, Caroline cries and everything. <laughs> she can, she will look at a cow, cry, dog, like, anything. <laughs> I will just cry. I was scrolling through my Instagram the other day, and someone that, like, I barely even know that I follow on Instagram, they posted about their dog going through chemo, and I lost it. Like, oh. that was not me. Like, even not even a year ago, maybe not even eight months ago. I don't know where that came from. But I do remember, like, praying and asking God to make my heart more open and just to feel yeah. more emotions because it's yeah. hard. Like, especially getting everything through social media. Mm. But, girl, you're not the only one. Yeah. I've, I was, I've been like that my whole life. Yeah, and I think almost, like, I was talking about it with my roommates. Like, we're almost desen- desensitized to mm-hmm. so much that's going on in the world. And just, like, obviously last year was, like, horrible and – there was just one thing after another. And mm-hmm. so like, even this year, like there's been a few things that I'm just like appalled at and it's like, Oh, it's just like another day. Yeah. And it sucks, you know? And it sucks. Cause like our world is so broken. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's hard. But I have to remember that constantly, like, especially with my friends who don't know the Lord is, mm. um, when you don't, truly know the Lord and you're not like under his authority and know that he is your savior it is hard to live in a broken world because you don't understand it even now I still fully it's hard to comprehend it's hard to understand um but just coming to terms at the end of the day like we each and every one of us are equipped to handle like every situation in our own way whether it is like just caring for others who Mm -hmm. are on the front lines of issues like this 
um, I personally didn't think that I really, like, had a voice when it came to, like, racial issues or political Mm. issues, like, things that were going on this year. And I was just being naive and thinking Mm. that, like, because I'm white, I can't help and I can't do anything, which is simply not true. And actually, I had a really cool conversation with someone today where she was like, every single person, Christian, is built to, like, have their own mind so that they can create new ideas to help others. So, like, if we don't use our voice that God has given us, like, nothing's going to happen. And, of course, like, I will never understand those circumstances. But, like, you know, he's given me my heart and my words and my mind for a reason. I can use that to build up others and help in any way I can. So, that's what I've used to encourage myself recently and others. Which, of course, it's hard and it's awful. And these are things that, like, are going to carry on. Like, there's always going to be some kind of issue. But knowing that. We do, like, God does give us a platform to speak truth. And whenever I'm like, I don't know, I don't have a platform to say anything, I'm like, oh, God's my platform. Like, I do Mm -hmm. have this platform to love and care and say things because Mm -hmm. I have him. Yeah. No, that's huge. I know, I think um, a lot of times we feel just not equipped for spreading the gospel. Mm -hmm. And I know, like, I'm very intimidated by it sometimes. And so literally so random, like most random places. I was like out with my friends and we were going to my one, it was my one friend's birthday and we were at a bar, like waiting mm-hmm. online. And we were there for like 20 minutes outside in the pouring rain. And this girl <laughs> comes up and she's like, I need to stand with you guys. Like, I can't find my friends. I was like, okay. Like she comes on in and I was like, just standing there. She wasn't talking. And I was like, I can literally just use this moment to just like get to know her and like yep. talk with her. And like, I was trying to, and I really, we realized, like, we were from the same, like, area, and it was really cool, and I was upset, because I was like, oh, I should have shared, like, the gospel with her, like, should have invited her to Delight or New Spring, and I was like, but, like, I just, it's okay, because, like, who knows, like, something I said could have, like, just been a game changer for her, or even if it's just someone who's being nice to her, I think, like, we really underestimate just showing kindness to people in, like, Mm -hmm. random and weird situations. Oh, Um, yeah. So, I think that's something that I want to try to do more of because mm-hmm. um, the world needs it for sure. Oh, they need yeah. more kind people. So hundred percent. I think people always think that, um, you have to be like a nice person to be a Christian, which is, this is super random and kind of off, off topic, <laughs> but like, I <laughs> always think that like, it should be easy for me to be nice because I know the Lord and I know God. Right. But at the same time, like kind of what we already talked about does make us more sensitive to like, in brokenness in our world and that's one thing I always same as you like if there's any opportunity to be kind or just yeah. like to talk to someone or get to know someone better like no matter how weird people think it is I, right. try, I try so hard to just like be nice and half the time I'm like I am being weird but you know what yeah. it is what it, it is, is what it, because yeah. lord knows like what <laughs> happens to them like when you have those kinds of conversations oh yeah for sure no I 100% agree yeah I was reading something I think it was yesterday just about how important it is to, like, remember that just as, like, you're made in God's image, so are, like, everybody mm-hmm. else that you come in contact yeah. with. So yeah. you can't treat them as anything less than that, even mm-hmm. if you feel like they deserve less than that. They're still made in the image mm-hmm. of God, and they, you know, that's going to be reflected in how you treat them. Yep. Yep. That's so true. Yeah, I love that. Um, one other question I have is, has there been anything that you uh, – kind of like I know for me at least I kind of like question God's not question but I'm like I don't understand why you made me this specific way because this just doesn't make sense Mm. like we kind of already talked about this yeah with our emotions and being kind of desensitized but I know for me recently I've 
come to terms with like who I am and things I've struggled with like for a purpose like are there certain things in your life that you have gone through or just things that you struggle with that you think actually define you and give you a better ability to grow the kingdom Hmm. yeah well I think something for me um sophomore year of college so two years ago I like really struggled with it um I felt like everyone around me like had a boyfriend mm-hmm. and was dating someone and or just like talking with someone or whatever it was and I was like I guess just so I wasn't secure in who God says I was mm-hmm. and I was uh, I've always been a Christian I've always like loved the Lord but I just didn't know him and what he speaks over us at that point and so mm-hmm. I was like I would like I just remember like one night I was like sobbing on the bathroom floor and I was like why like what's wrong with me like why am I not talking to any guys why is no one like showing interest in me like is it because like I'm annoying is it because I like my body's not perfect like all Mm -hmm. these different things were like running through my head and like it was really hard and um I definitely still like struggle with that sometimes but I also know that like God has made you to be so perfect and like something I tell myself over and over again is like God is your number he's your biggest fan like he loves you so much and like he made you to be exactly who you want to be and like he didn't make me to be like Caroline or he Mm -hmm. didn't make me to be like Zoe Mm -hmm. or he didn't make me to be like anyone else like he put you where you exactly need to be and so I remind myself of that a lot and um it doesn't matter whether you're two sizes smaller or two, th- two sizes bigger mm-hmm. or whether you have the perfect clothes, like anything like that. Like none of that matters. Whether you have a boyfriend or not, that's not going to bring you happiness. And so um, just like reminding and like I, reminding myself of his truths that he speaks over me has mm-hmm. helped me a lot with that, I guess. So that is so good and so true. Yeah, that was very good. Um, I feel like for me, the past, I would say year year and a half maybe even two years has just been such a like I don't know 180 of my life like in every aspect possible like friendship wise relationship wise like Mm -hmm. family Mm -hmm. situation wise um like all the things that I was so used to and content with like for my entire life were just like either stripped away or replaced by something new Mm -hmm. and just so much change in such a like short period of time that it was really hard for me to I don't know it was really hard for me to deal with all that but I feel like it was also so crucial for God to show me that like you know I'm not just one aspect of your life that like when all these other aspects of your life are lined up and going smoothly Mm. then you know there's me it's like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. these other things need to be stripped away from you and you need to realize that like you desperate like you need me and so I don't know I feel like going through all that definitely put me at a place where I realized like how dependent on God I really am because so many other things can fall through or just change and Mm -hmm. God's the one thing that you know doesn't yeah so Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly what that has to do with like how he made me no but like that's just the first thing that came to mind but it's true too like I you know the series is called in his image but like our lives are like a reflection of like his image and things we have Mm -hmm. to go through and the mission verse like for this podcast is Hebrews 13 8 which is like the Lord is the same yesterday today and forever yeah. which is so true I have to remind myself of that daily because same thing this past year has been rough same thing yeah. everything I could possibly think of that could go wrong like went wrong no matter what aspect it was like family school relationships mm-hmm. like personally things were messed up and gone wrong and I really do think that God was like I had to like break down and realize like even yeah. though I've known of God my entire life I truly always I've thought for the past like 20 years 
that I was like a great Christian mm-hmm. and because I was a good girl and that I did good right. things and that I had a good heart that like I knew the Lord and that I was doing his will yeah. and I was wrong. Like I genuinely, it's hard to honestly think about, but I was lying to myself for so long because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm a good person, so I'm a good Christian and I know God. But I, he was not my savior. Like, the world yeah. was my savior. Yeah. And I was using, like, social media and boys and clothes, like, uh-huh. as my savior instead. And it really took me to get to the point where I had nothing. Like, yeah, I had myself and God, and that was it for mm-hmm. me to realize, like, I do need a savior. And that is yeah. Jesus. And that's created me to be a completely different person than yeah. I was last year. And it was hard, but I would not, you know, oh, trade sure. it for exactly. the world. That's exactly how I feel that so much but it's like like you said such a necessary thing that needs to happen and it makes your faith so much more just like genuine and Mm -hmm. I don't know needs to be done for sure Hannah Guest if you're listening to this (laughs) she always tells me or tells us whoever that um when she was going through a really rough patch she said to herself like okay God like if all I have was had was you like would I be okay Mm -hmm. and it when you think about that I'm like I'm like at first like I was like no like I need my family I need my friends like I need social media I need my dog like all these different things and um but like you said like stripping it like asking God like literally strip it all away from me strip my dependence on these things away like I just want it to be you and me and um I think it's so beautiful when it comes together and you realize like okay God like it's you and me in this forever and like you have that intimate like bond and relationship with him it's so cool and like it's hard to separate like like you were saying before like the lead the like the religion part of it, like yes. okay, I have to go to church. I have to read my Bible. I have to be kind. I have to do good, good things so I can get into heaven and like uphold this good Christian status. And like that's just like totally what it is. And that's mm-hmm. like the furthest away um, from the heart of God in a sense. And so like reminding yourself, like you know, I need to like love God first, and yeah, the yeah. rest will come. So. Exactly. I really was for my whole life. Like one thing that I have also heard recently is you cannot be born into salvation. Mm. No one has ever spoken that to me until I was literally Nick Sherlambus, if you're listening to this, because he (laughs) listens to my podcast and he's amazing. We were doing, I'm getting baptized on Sunday, and we were doing, yeah, it's amazing. Everyone be there. Hashtag blessed. Like, so excited. This is amazing. (laughs) Shout out. Yes, boo. Shout out to New Spring for, like, loving me so well, making this happen. But um, we were doing, like, our interview um, for my baptism, and, you know, it's kind of like just talking back and forth. And Nick just, like, made the point. He was like, you know, people need to know that you cannot be born into salvation. And I was like, oh. That literally, like, <sighs> shook me. And even though yeah. I've already been saved, I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, so many people don't know that. Yeah. Like, it scared me. And I was like, so many people don't know that. And mm-hmm. they need to know that. Um, and it's so true. Like, you cannot be born into salvation. And so for so long, because I was doing the religion thing and going through and just yeah. doing, checking off the boxes, doing religion, to me... I thought, you know, I was just born to salvation. Like, I've grown up in church. Like, that's all I need. Like, that's all I got. I'm good. Yeah. Good to go. But it's just not true. That's crazy. Oh, it's so true. And what you're saying, um, why am I having a brain fart? <laughs> this just happens all the time. Um, <laughs> oh, kind of what you're saying, you can just, like, see the change, like, in yourself. Like, mm. when God starts to strip those things away mm. from you, like, I don't think I realized it until you get on the other side of it, but then you yeah. look back and see how much you've changed. Yeah. Like, um, I always bring up Jacob because duh. But my boyfriend has said to me, like, time and time again, that we were broken up for one point and then we got back together. And that time that we were broken up, like, I really did let God strip mm. so much away from me. 
And then now that we are back together and dating again, he, like, I'm a new person. And he's even said, like, Caroline, like, your heart and, like, who you are is extremely different. And it's just so evident and true. And you don't realize that until after the fact. Because you're like, oh, well, I'm just living for God. And it is what it is. But he really does change your heart. And I was like, yeah, people say that. Yeah, whatever. People say that. That (laughs) happens. That's cool. Yeah, I'm a good person. But, like, truly, like, he does. true. He really does. I feel like I can look back on myself, like a few years back and just very easily point out like flaws that I had mm-hmm. that I didn't really realize were flaws at the yeah. time but it's like and I have no problem saying that I can be like oh I was very like overly dependent on this at mm-hmm. that time and I was very like way too focused on this at the time and like that doesn't bother me anymore because I know that now I'm not yeah That's exactly. so I feel like when you can notice those kind of things and like like you said a noticeable like change and other people can realize that and you too it's yeah. a big difference. Oh, it's crazy. And that's one thing that, like, you wouldn't know those changes unless it was God. Like, God does that. Oh, yeah. for sure. And kind of you just said about, um, like, recognizing the things that you used to struggle with. I have been a stuffer my entire life, and I will not tell anyone that I am imperfect. Like, for so long, I was mm. like, I'm not going to tell you about my issues because I have no issues. Like, I'm <laughs> yeah. aware that they were issues, but you don't need to know. Mm. And now I'm, like, obviously telling anyone yeah. who's willing to listen about my issues, which I think is also a huge heart change that, like, God does instill in you. Like, there's simply no reason why anyone would want to talk about their flaws and, like, issues oh, that they're sure. struggling with. And I feel like once you really do, like, pour your life out for God, you are more than willing to talk about mm-hmm. those things. Yeah. Which is so cool because, y'all, I wish I knew y'all better a year ago <laughs> and y'all could see what I was talking about because yeah. I would not have been as vulnerable by <laughs> not even close. Oh, yeah. So, one of my life mottos, I have many. Um, I'm going to publish a book one day. <laughs> oh, yes. my mottos. But one of my favorites is everything works out the way it's supposed to when, like, God's in the center of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that is, like, so true. Because, like, you look back on your life and, like, yeah, things have sucked. Like, you've been through, like, mm-hmm. crappy situations, to oh, say yeah. the least. And um, I think it's so cool to, like, because obviously you were in so much pain and hurt during those times. But everything, like, when you look back, like, God has used that. Like, you are in that mm-hmm. for a reason. And I think that's something I, like, if you are, like, going through it and it just, like, feels like the end of your world. Like, it's not. And, like, God is literally right beside you every step of the way. And he's literally, like, you're going to look back on this in a week, a month, a year, whatever it is. And be like, oh, that's what you're doing, God. Yeah. And I think that's, like. just like the greatest thing because we grow the most like you have to sometimes like literally crash to the bottom and like literally say like okay god I have nothing left but you and like that's when you grow the most in your faith so yeah there's a I don't exactly remember which verse it is but I know there's a verse that says you should like welcome those trials into your life because that's Mm. when you know you're like really reminded of how much you need god and your faith is shaped even more and like they're just so important. So when, like, you're going through these low moments, you should just still be thanking God and still be welcoming him into it and still be like, this sucks, but, like, thank you for doing this <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Like, I need it. Exactly. This, um, one of the women that I work with at church, her name's Joanna, and today she, I've only interacted with her a couple times, but every time she prays, it's, like, magnificent. Oh. And um, she's, like, a vi- really, really visual prayer, and today she's praying over me and um, this other girl at church, and she always just gave this image of, like, saying that, like, I was gold and I was being formed, but, like, you can't form gold without fire. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to melt it down, wow. like, for yeah. it to be molded and to be formed. Mm-hmm. And I, 
obviously, like I said, I'm a crier. Like, <laughs> You're sobbing. Saying, you know how she said, like, she was like, all this fire and this burn, the burns mm. that you've experienced in your life have been for a purpose to mm. melt you so that you can be formed. And I will, I promise you, I will never forget that because that was just such a visual repre- representation. And it's so true. Like, without the fire, without that burn, like, you cannot be yeah. molded. No, like, it's yeah. It's just not going to happen. It molds you. Um, <laughs> wow, this is so cool. Um, is there anything that's just been weighing on your heart or something cool that God's been doing in you recently? I always want to get the opportunity because mm. who knows? What a question. <laughs> what a question. Um, <laughs> for me, it's just been challenging me to get in the word, honestly, like mm. more and just being, yeah. um, yeah just more intentional about that and not just skimming, being, like, excited yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like now that school has started up, because I'm a very, like, routine person. I like mm-hmm. to, like, I wake up, I eat the same thing for breakfast. <laughs> like, I plan my day out to yeah. the T. And when I have, like, free time, I can fill that time with things like all these books I want to read and, like, getting in the Word and listening to podcasts and all that kind of stuff. But now it's, like, school is my priority, so mm-hmm. I put all that on the back burner. So... I don't know, just really going the extra mile to, like, make sure that that stuff is still, like, at the front of every, mm-hmm. every day. Yep. Same. Yeah, for sure. Um, something that I, I know Caroline has been doing it right, right alongside <laughs> with me, is um, the 21 Days of Prayer yes. at New Spring. Yes. And so, that has been super good because, I'm not gonna lie, winter break was not the best for my, I just, like... When I'm home, there's just something about it. Like, I just, I have trouble, like, yeah. sticking to my quiet time, sticking to reading the Me Bible, too. praying. I don't know. I just want to be with my family, and I just, like, stay upstairs and hang out with them. Um, and so I was, like, praying on the way down here. I was like, okay, God, like, I need to change. Like, I need to kind of, like, all be in all for you. And so um, this 21 Days of Prayer have been really helpful and just eye-opening and, like, spending that time with the Lord. It's, like, so sweet. And... I kind of, like, realized, I was like, okay, God, like, I don't have to just go to church to feel this feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, I can do this, like, in my bedroom or, like, mm-hmm. in my car or, like, on my way to class. Like, literally yep. whatever it is. Um, and so that's been, like, a really cool reminder um, to just, like, he wants to just talk with you. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be this whole big thing. Like, literally just having a conversation with him um, is, like, the most amazing thing ever. And yeah. so I definitely take it for granted, and I'm trying to be better about yeah, it. Me too. Starting my day off with it. So definitely recommend it if you get up early and just start your day off mm-hmm. talking to him. It helps. Changes everything. I agree. That's one thing I've, like, promised myself that after 21 days of prayer, um, 21 days of prayer, like, is at 6 a.m., like, every morning for yeah. 21 days. So, like, <laughs> I have never – I haven't been a morning person ever, like, <laughs> since ever. Um, it comes fast, y'all. 5.30 oh, in the morning when the alarm goes off. Mm-mm. You, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Like, I don't know what <laughs> – I don't under, I simply do not understand like this is an answered prayer from God because I have been praying to be a morning person because I'm tired of wasting my days away because I wouldn't have classes until like one so like last semester I would get out of bed at 11 mm. I'm not gonna lie I was not okay last semester like I was depressy and mm. just not eating right and was falling into a lot of things and like I don't know how literally by the grace of God 5.30, hear that alarm, I'm up, I'm right. I, may, I may be sleepy, but, like, I am you're ready up. to go, because I get excited, because, like, it, when, once you're just, like, you know, friends with God, like, you just get excited to talk to him, and it's For just sure. super cool, so, yeah. praying that that is mm-hmm. 
resilient in my life and stays because for sure that's been a huge blessing yeah and also like don't get discouraged if oh you don't feel that oh yeah I did not feel that for the longest time and I was like I see all these girls like they're just on fire for Jesus and like (laughs) I'm like I'm struggling just to read like my devotional every morning and it's like it's okay because God's chasing you down in the midst of it, which yep. is really cool. Like he never, like you could be the distance from like the most distant you've ever been from him. And like, yet he's literally still pursuing you, which is like the yeah. coolest thing. Yep. So just remind yourself of that because I know I've definitely struggled with that. Yeah. A few times. Oh, yeah. That's so good. And it's not something that happens overnight. Like no. your journey with the Lord is a journey. Like it's oh, yeah. not called like a date night. Like it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a journey. Like it's something you will continue to grow in and learn for, sure. for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was so awesome. Oh, yeah. You are the best. Thank you so much. Thank you. Love, for having me. <laughs> Love you, Boo. Love you, Boo. <laughs> <laughs>